Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you're listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs, the only watch podcast that can dish it out but cannot take it. You have made it all the way to episode 244. Michael, good day. Good day to you, sir. Good day to you. I'm uh, I'm back home from a land far away. You travel to a far-off, distant, exotic wonderland called New York. Okay, it's it's a really bad flight. It's a really long flight. <laughs> I hate it every time I do it. Just Dude, air, from here to the East Coast and back. Air, is just air travel just fucking sucks. I would literally rather crawl somewhere in my fucking teeth than flying in an airplane right now. I moved too far. You moved. I needed far. to move to Oklahoma, just like center of the country. Is it the center that of the country? Worked. I think so. Shit, that's funny. <laughs> it's like smack dab in the middle. <laughs> Maybe we can make TBW's headquarters in Oklahoma. And for anyone from Oklahoma, recommend us moving our business to Oklahoma. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tax benefits? Who knows? I don't think there's any unless we're into oil. <laughs> Is there oil in Oklahoma? I, I'm so sorry how little I know about Oklahoma. I can get into oil. That's that's an easy industry to break into. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can get into oil. Said with the same breath of I can get into photography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can I can dabble. <laughs> This is going to be a ton of fun. You were in New York. We were both supposed to be in New York for um, Wind Up NYC. I unfortunately was not able to attend due to some last minute factors, but you still went. And I'm fucking so happy you got to go. I have so many questions. Did you bring me back anything nice? Did you bring back any, any Torbalone chocolates? Remember, remember Torbalone? Every time like someone would travel? Oh, those are the ones that come in <laughs> the... Like triangles, like big yellow triangle tubes? Yeah, no, I didn't even see those anywhere. God damn it! <laughs> Torbalone, Torbal. I don't, know, I don't know how to fucking say it. Everyone, everyone, maybe everyone doesn't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Maybe everyone else got the mic and Ike's when they went traveling. But this is gonna be a ton of fun. You were in New York City. I don't know why. When you, you were telling me about your flight and how bad it was, and then when you, I just pictured you finally arriving. I just pictured it the same way. Remember how Terminator started and like a lightning bolt shot down in the middle of the road and then like it was just Arnold Schwarzenegger naked, just, naked, just standing in the middle of the road and he starts walking forward? That's how I kind of pictured you making your entrance <laughs> into New York City. Uh, yeah, we arrived uh, almost three hours late. Um, yeah, that was that was something. Uh, I'm just going to take a train. I want to train it everywhere, dude. Yeah. I wish I could take a boat everywhere. Like Travis, like Travis did, did. For a while. yeah, yeah. Those were, those were. Hey, Blink's back, dude. Uh, Do you like? So I, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ex- I I'm excited. I can't believe it. I'm s- going to the show. Going to the show next year. That's, That's right. Look at that. Were, were you able to get VIP box? The VIP box. It's not a box. It's you get in early. They give you some peanuts and coke, and you can look at memorabilia. It's a I think it's a it's a, it's a VIP pig pen. There's a cow gate. They lift and they kind of like they they sort of like you know push you in there and they close the gate and then you can stand there for the show. They make it very explicit that there's no meet and greet component, <laughs> and you're supposed to get some you get some kind of exclusive blink gift or something like a commemorative gift. I don't know. Tom's going to come and hawk a loogie in his hand and give you a firm handshake, and that's your fucking gift. And you know what? I mean, that everyone's going to love it. That would make it worth it. Yeah, everyone's going to love that shit. Everyone, uh, everyone's going to sold their hand off and put it in like a shadow box in their guest bathroom or some shit. <laughs> You're 
tomahawks a mean fucking loogie and have to drink another monster energy drinks. It's gonna be awesome, dude. It's gonna be pretty sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm back from New York. There were some watch shows happening, some some brands coming together, some influencers coming together. So stupid. Everyone everyone wants to be a watch influencer. It's just I, I can't believe we'll get into it. There were just so many people walking around with gimbals and like portable <laughs> light boxes and streaming and microphone. I whatever. Watch we'll, influencers we'll do something more productive. Shoot amateur pornography or something. Like don't I be was, a watch influencer. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even bring our cards. I had little <laughs> like strips cards? of paper. I was asking there there were brands that wanted to connect and I was like you have like a slip of paper I can write my yep, emails to? <laughs> people at home, you know what's fucking funny about that? We have thousands of business cards <laughs> that, a, that a very kind listener of the show um, printed for us. A, a, a yeah. huge shout out to Chad Wright. Like, but that happens to me all the time too. Everyone's like, 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 oh, I'd love to connect to you guys. Like, oh, do you have like a do you have like a Chipotle receipt I can write on or something? Like. I gotta keep them in my wallet or something like that. I try to. It was funny. I keep them in my camera bag, but I never bring my camera bag anywhere. Why the fuck would I walk around with my camera bag? What am I, a reporter? I met someone that had their own QR code. That's actually not that hard to do. We could do that if you want. You want to do a QR code? It was. It was. It was Mike from uh, Zodiac. Mike Pearson. Oh my god! You like, ran hey, into you Mike, card? dude. What a journey yeah, that yeah. guy has had. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. We had. We had a brief discussion about that, but it was lovely. <laughs> Uh, I was like, hey, do you have a car? He's like, I have a QR code. I'm like, shit, that's pretty cool. All right, cyborg, let me scan your fucking thumbprint while I'm at it, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That oh, was great. That's so cool, man. But I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm glad that you I'm glad that you got to go to wind up and then you made an impromptu visit to watch time, which I have so many questions about. I have tons of questions about what brands you saw there, because there's a ton of brands that I wanted to see there. Um, it sounds like you also ran into fans of the show, which is always kind of a fun thing to do. But for that, Michael, we have to honor tradition. We have to take our shirts mm-hmm. off. No, we have to. <laughs> Already ahead of you. <laughs> wait, t- wait, you mean you haven't been taking your shirt off the entire time, Cass? <laughs> you want to do a wrist check with me? You want to honor tradition for the 244th motherfucking time? You want to do another wrist yeah. check? What are, you, what, are you, a, what are you wearing? It's a new watch. Is it? Does it start with a petite and rhyme with... <laughs> At Tech Philippe, <laughs> it uh, it rhymes with Poxa. Oh, interesting! Yes, <laughs> tell everyone what you bought. Uh, <laughs> ignore ignore my Snickers. Go 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 on with the show. Uh, okay, yeah. So this is the this is the newly released Doxa Army, and yeah. It, it took them it took them quite a bit to to get around to this i i wrote a release about this watch back when it was announced a little while ago um and for a while i was very upset mm. i was upset to the point where i even did some shit talking on instagram like <laughs> at doxa i remember so get your shit together <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i guess i guess in a nutshell this is a watch that People are still trying to figure out if it was Doxa making some watch for Swiss military divers at some point. I think it's still kind of pretty unclear. Mm. Um, even though 
I think it was Cole from Hodink. He did some really good research and they uncovered some document from the Swiss military that said, hey, these were ordered at some point. But at the same time, the watch appears in some old Doxa catalog just next to other just you know, looking like a watch that you could just buy at some point. Right. So it's it's it has a shadowy sort of history and um, it's a it's a dive watch unlike any other Doxa. It doesn't have the big bright colored dial. It has a countdown bezel uh, and it has just a really unique almost clownish look to it. It, it, I, it, it, it's a, uh, it's such a silly watch, just the way that the colors are like arranged. Taxi cab vibe to me. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a weird watch. And I think in the wild, the original ones are just, I don't know. I don't know how many have been found. Maybe less than 20 or something is, is something that I've heard at some point. Right. Um, but they, you know, they, they did an, a, a really limited run for, I think, watches of switzerland and it came that was that was on some kind of pvd coated case uh and now they they basically released two versions in stainless steel uh one is just stainless steel with a black bezel black uh black insert steel bezel and then they came out with another one that is a little weird it's got a it's got a hunter green insert and i think the bezel itself uh, is is bronze so oh. those are the ones that you'll see around um and you can get it on a rubber strap or the beads of rice bracelet i got this one on rubber immediately took that off and it's on a toxic nato right now so just a really cool <clears throat> combo and the case for me is really familiar because i'm pretty sure that this is just a sub 300 t case uh which um I would say wears a little smaller than something like a Seiko Turtle. Okay. Um, but at the same time, really close to my sub 300 uh, black lung. And I don't know, man. It's it's just fantastic. It's the watch that I've been waiting for for a really long time. Now I'm, I'm excited because I get to compare this uh, newer era of Doxa to the older one, which is... That's right. Um, you know when those those three hundreds were first reissued and in three hundred number batches, um, and I think the quality is really just right up there. If not, maybe a little better. Mm. It's a it's a really really nice watch. How was the how was the rubber strap? The rubber, st- <laughs> I I interacted with the rubber strap for all of maybe like the two minutes that it took me to get it off the watch. But it's really nice. It's. I just I just knew I didn't want to wear it on rubber or bracelet. I just I want this on nylon. But mm. the the clasp is really cool because so it's a it's an integrated rubber strap so it flows with the lines of the case and it seems to have a really nice fit and the clasp it's it's a deploying clasp with a built-in um on the fly extension. So if you want it on mm. rubber I actually think that's the coolest way to get this watch. The on bracelet, it looks like a lot of metal. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. It, it's just, it's just a lot of steel sure. on your wrist when you look down. But uh, the rubber strap seems pretty cool. I don't know. Maybe I'll mess with it someday. Uh, but this, you know, this watch on on a NATO is just, oh, it's perfect. You know, but that watch, in regards to the history of it, maybe, and I don't know how. 
I don't know how ubiquitous this was with other maybe European-ish governments, but um, during the Soviet Union, there were watches that were kind of, quote-unquote, like, military versions, and then there were civilian versions, or kind of more, like, interestingly, like, there were watches that were specifically dial designated for the Ministry of Defense in the USSR, mm-hmm. and then there were some that weren't for the Ministry of Defense. They were basically kind of the same watch. It was literally just, like, the wording on the bottom. I mean, and where you could buy the watch. Maybe that's the situation with the Army, with the Doc's Army. Maybe historically there's just there was just a version they did for the military, but there was also a quote-unquote civilian version. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. It's it's tough to tell with, with these... Um... And it's interesting because they they did with the cases the the old ones they coated them in this like black oil and then hardened it and it looks it looks like it was it looks like PVD coating but over time since it was just oil it it it, uh, it rubbed off hmm. so if you look at if you look at an old one it looks like half steel half PVD coated or something cool. or some or somewhere it's the coating has completely worn off. Um, it's just I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad there's there's a modern version now. I was really upset because when they first when they did the first reissue, um, it was really limited. It went in like no time, like mm. sold out, and it was quite expensive. Uh, and then I found some post that I think Doxa did on Watch You Seek, and somebody said, you know, our goal is to eventually create an army that is not limited, and then you know, this fucking super limited one came out and I was really upset. And then you mix in the Synchron, which was released independently, <laughs> separate brand. Yep. Yeah, it was a kind of kind of turbulent period between Synchron and, and Doxa on, online at that point. But if if you like this look, there's there's the Doxa, there's the Synchron, if you can still find one. Uh, and then there are, I, th- I think, a couple other brands. Sea uh, Stern is some uh, some homage sort of brand that, that makes something like this. And okay. there's another one I forget <clears throat> the name of. But, yeah, there's a lot of variety now if you like the Doxa Army. So yours, the one that you got, that's not limited? It's not limited. There you go. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's not limited. It's not sold out. Um, you know, I wonder. I don't think they'll be hard to get honestly, especially if they're not limited because for the people that are trying to get into Doxa, there's still maybe quite a few of them that are looking for that orange dive watch. Mm. And I think that'll be a, a hotter sell before something really niche like this. Um, but yeah, as of now they're, they're available. That's pretty cool. So overall you're happy, worth, worth, worth the wait, worth, worth all the craziness. Worth the wait. Um, I might even sell some watches because I look at this thing and think uh, I'm not wearing this one or this one much. So we'll see. What's what's on the chopping block? Or do you? I'm keeping both doxes. <laughs> before you ask, <laughs> before you fucking losers email me. <laughs> Several people asked me, uh, both in person and online. They're like, "Oh, which one are you gonna keep?" No, it's going to be both of them. I'm not going <laughs> to choose between my children, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this this thing is cool. I'm stoked. Cool. Very cool. I'm glad you got that thing. I remember when you were telling me about it. I was like, oh, shit. Wait, did you bring that with you to New York? What was your New York watch? Uh, in New York, <clears throat> I was wearing, I brought one watch. It was the Tornick Rayville uh, TR660. Interesting. 
Yeah, it's the one watch that I took. Very cool. Okay. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Is that my turn? It's your turn. I am wearing nothing surprising. I'm still wearing my Grand Seiko. That's 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 it. that's perfect. That's that's, that's that's the that's the entire show. No, I'm wearing. Um, I'm very happily wearing my Grand Seiko nine um, F quartz FB FB SBGV two three three. This thing has the uh, earlier ish um, quartz nine F nine F eight two movement as opposed to the more updated ish nine F eight five or nine F eight six. The only real difference is the nine eight F. I think it's the 9FA5 has the um, independent hour hand. So, but pff, I don't give a shit. I fucking love this watch, dude. Um, it's, a, it's, I love the color. It's titanium. I've been wearing this thing nonstop. It's, um, my search for the next watch has evolved a lot. We were talking about this a bit, I think, in either before, before the clap or in the before the clap segment mm-hmm. on Patreon, but trying to find a very particular field watch not like a particular like brand i'm just trying to find a field watch that hits me hits me right in my emotional solar plexus takes takes the wind out of me i'm still i'm still looking i'm looking i think from from what i can tell and you can correct me if i'm wrong but um just talking about some of the options that we were discussing Maybe something with a sportier look than the Grand Seiko because it 100% GS is probably pretty. It's, it's, I'm sure it's a nice everyday watch, but it, it looks really classy. It's, it, this is my dress watch, quote unquote. Like, like if I'm looking mm. at my collection, I have my, I have my, um, Christmas chrono, my Orient, um, Neo Stephanie's Christmas chrono. I don't know what the fuck category that watch is in, but it's in its own category and it stays. I have my... The slot. driver! It's the driver. <laughs> it's the driver. Listen, let's... <laughs> let's chill out. Put down the chicken Episode hands. Episode 32, Mike, again. It's coming out. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I guess it could be... I guess... I mean, you know, I have a... I have a, a... We both have particular kinks for quartz chronographs, so... Mm-hmm. It's the Christmas card. It's my driver. I have the Slava Medical. Woo, back in the collection again. That's just... I don't know. Again, I don't know what category that watch is in, but I fucking love it. It's staying. Um, I have my Seiko SNK uh, 805, the little 37 millimeter um, field watch. That's kind of like maybe what I think I'm going for, but there's... Um, you were thinking about getting a bracelet for that at some point. I, I, I was, wonder... Yeah, because I want a field watch with a bracelet. Excuse me. I'm very emotional. I want, start crying and shit. I want a field watch with applied markers on it. You know what I mean? I yeah. want something with just a little bit more um, wrist presence, but still under 40 millimeters. Um, mm. I have the uh, Omega Seamaster 2541, the quartz uh, reference, the GoldenEye reference. That's like that's like my vacation watch or like my weekend watch. I fucking love that watch. I have yeah. this Grand Seiko SBGV233. Um, and so like in my mind, I'm like, I need a really robust, I don't have to worry about it. I forget when I'm wearing it every day, just sort of Arabic numeral field watch. So I've been looking at this um, recently released within the past year. Um, they released it in a, in a newer size, this Longines Spirit 37 millimeter. I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really nice. 
that thing is looking fantastic. Um, I'm also I also have eyes on um, the because we were talking about the Dryden Heartlander, um, but the Dryden Heartlander isn't those aren't applied new worlds, but it's still very much in the just the design ethos of what I want, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just trying to trying to. I would, I would love, and this is just me rambling, which I guess is fine. I would love it if I could find something that fit all of those criteria, but was also like maybe solar and titanium. So like I was trying to find like a citizen mm. eco drive for a long time, because um, that kind of fits this particular like thing I'm trying to do, you know, with the watch. And there are some cool uh, sort of field style ish um, titanium eco times or, or eco time eco drive. Um, particularly in the Citizen Garrison collection, but they look a little too, like thick, a little too chunky. Hmm. I don't know if I don't know if you've ever seen them watches before. I just I feel like a lot of this Eco Drive stuff, while awesome, I mean I think the diver that that you gifted me is just a perfect Eco Drive. Yeah. Um, but so many of them are so big. They're they're right because I'll find it's one that really I'll, big. I'll find one that I'll, I'll like and they'll be like, oh, this is perfect, forty three millimeters. Like, ugh, come on, citizen. I found an awesome Citizen Eco Drive the other day. It's an older one. I think it's discontinued, but mm. it it's almost it's almost like their take on a Navitimer. Uh, mm. but it's also it, it's got alarm, perpetual calendar, uh every function you can think of, even dual time, I think. And it's like 48 millimeters. <laughs> I'm just like, why? <laughs> yeah, but <sighs> so I'm 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 on a watch hunt. Ah, uh, the Halios universe is so close too, but that doesn't have that doesn't have Romans all around. Someone, um, well, uh, not I, I. I don't want Roman numerals. I want Arabic numerals. Oh, so yeah, no Arabics. It has it has Arabics. Uh, just that twelve three six. If I wanted all Roman numerals, I would get myself a Cartier Santos. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which I'm gonna that's say. A good point. I think I'm gonna save that. That's gonna be either gonna be my fortieth birthday watch or my fiftieth birthday watch or. When I have two days left to live, I'm going to buy it and then let whoever lives after me worry about paying for it. And we'll, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. I think, I think that's the saying. You know what I'm saying? But I think for this particular moment where I am right now and just this this mindset, like I, I need to find, I need to find this particular watch. I had I had the hots for a long time on the Tudor Black Bay 36, which fits mm-hmm. all of these criteria we're talking about. I just don't like the markers. I decided I really don't like. Just the little, the little loom, the little loom, loom dots. It's kind of a weird watch. It's, it's like, uh, it's like one of their, you know, dive watches made some kind of field watch baby with something else. Well, what's getting crazy is like that thing has, I guess there's a shortage or whatever. Cause I literally like on crown and caliber, I'm not finding anything under like 3,200 bucks. Yeah. It's people that really want an explorer 36 a new one and realize like hey this thing is pretty pretty close <laughs> but you know it's probably going to cool down in a bit and i think i think i think people have been too critical about the watch but the new tutor ranger i think it looks pretty good but it's it not cool. it's not arabics it's not arabics all around mm-hmm. it's a 369 kind of dial i the closest one i've been able to find is that longines spirit 37 millimeter I gotta try it on. Yeah, you should be able to try one on. Yeah. Close to you. Oh my god. Did you hear that? 
Spooky. My cat, my cat opened the door. It's Halloween. Anyway, it, it is Halloween. It is Halloween. <laughs> We're such fucking nerds. Why are we doing a Halloween episode? Well, New York is spooky. Spooky deals on Amazon. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is a long wrist check. That's my wrist check. I'm wearing the Grand Seiko. In light of what I have right now in the collection, it's highlighted what I really want to find um, to fit that last spot. So I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Cool. We'll see what I can figure out. But that's... Uh, if anyone has experience with the Longines Spirit 37mm... Let me know. Let me know. I have a six point five inch wrist, so if we're if we're wrist pals, let me know how how it wore how it wore on you. Because I think it's thirty seven millimeters in diameter. I think it's like forty. It's, it's thirty seven millimeters diameter. I think it's like forty seven or forty six lug to lug, or maybe a little bit bigger. Because hmm. the lug, this, this, all the stupid Longines spirit bottles, the lugs are crazy long. So that's why I was like kind of into the idea of the 37 millimeter, but we'll see. See what happens. Right on. Yeah. Oh, but here, let's do this. Boom. You want to talk about the website and then talk about New York? Let's do it. Let's do some general housekeeping items. Uh, go visit twobrokewashhouse.com. Constantly working on this site, trying to get some fun stuff up on here. Um, really as often as we can. Uh, I can't remember if it was up when we talked last, but your Seiko GMT, um, your Seiko 5 GMT review is up here. I love the photos. You got um, several pressers on here. One of them is for the Seiko um, re-release for the speed timer, the speed timer chronograph. And then you have- I saw those, I saw those in person, by the way. Ooh, how were they? At watch time. They are killer. That's so cool. So, so good. They do not feel like flimsy- quartz solar chronographs or anything oh. they, they got some like heft to them it's really it's really nice and i think these are i think these are going to be a bigger hit than the last run oh shit. because i think i think they're more universally uh ex- acceptable mm-hmm. like the other ones the other ones had a sort of vintagey look to them with these textured dials and i think uh like faux loom markers but these just look really really modern and nice i think i think people will appreciate them were you able to handle one yeah, I got to handle the uh, the Panda version and the Pepsi version. How's the bracelet? The bracelet's good. Um, I had a harder time dealing with the two guys uh, that were repping Seiko. Talking to them was like pulling teeth, uh, like clearly just there to do the job. Did you, but... did you not show them some cleavage? Did you blast, did you blast some <laughs> I did not. That works for me when I'm trying to get a man's I attention. Was dressed, maybe I was dressed too conservatively. That's it. <laughs> well, you know, got to follow your heart, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, you also have, uh, you have some pressers from uh, the actual wind-up experience. We have this Notice Retrospect 3-piece. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just briefly highlight these and, I'll, and that way I'll be going to save them for the actual like yeah. um, segment. You got the sweet MK2 Mortal Kombat 2 release. I always make that joke. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that piece on here as well. I know you're working on that Baru one also. That looks really fun. Um, I was sneaking a peek. I don't know if I was supposed to do that. That's um, all right. <laughs> I have a piece on here. I'm constantly posting stuff as well. I just posted um, kind of our recap on some luxury watch brands we like. That's really kind of going more to the segment of content we're trying to create on the 2 site where it's just talking about 
or logical, just foundational knowledge that I think some watch enthusiasts just take for granted because, like, I think it's really easy for, like, you to be the watch person in your group and for them to say, hey, bro, what's a cool watch for me to get to impress my in-laws? Like, oh, well, you want to make sure you you get something with uh, automatic movement, but don't go this automatic generation. You want to make, and it's just like, oh, my God, I don't care. I just want a blue watch that looks nice. You know what I mean? So, like, (laughs) trying to get more foundational stuff on the site working on a very general automatic watch piece um, as well. And so, yeah, just trying to tag team cool stuff on there. So go and check it out, tubeofwatchtimes.com, ton of fun shit. If you go and look at any of the lists that we have been creating, so like the uh, like the moon phase list I have on here, I have a diver list on here. Um, we have this uh, luxury watch brand list. Um, Michael is working on the, um, it's pilot watches, right? Pilot watches, yeah. He looked uh, t- twenty of them, yeah, yeah. I think, and I'm going all under a thousand dollars for those. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. If you have any ideas or suggestions for things you think should be on any of the lists that we are working on, let us know in the comments. All good, because we're going to be um, continually updating these. So, boom, housekeeping done. Like that was a good one. That was that was really concise, to the point. Ten out of ten. I feel like you're trying to say I talk too much. I don't No, no. We we both usually talk too much. It's not about talking too much, it's about tangents, I guess. That's what people like to leave podcast reviews about. <laughs> I like the podcast, but there's so much talking. It's a podcast, man. What do you want us to do? Eat? Just eat wet sandwiches on air. <laughs> Orological mukbang. Dude, we should do audio mukbang. Can we? Well, am I just describing ASMR? Can we? Do you want to get into what? What would? Have, I feel like we've talked about watch ASMR before. Would it just be us like turning like bezels? Turning, turning bezels. Here, let me try. Maybe. I'm fucking with my clap right. My clap, my clasp on my grand Seiko. Let me just hold on. That was me closing it. Did you hear that? Or resizing, resizing a bracelet. We could get the audio of you resizing the Omega Seamaster bracelet. 45 minutes of just cursing. <laughs> hey, it's good content. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll get at least three likes. And maybe, uh, and maybe someone sending me a dick pic. This is the way. That's a, that's a good day at the office. That's a good day at the office. But here, let's do this. Let's boom. Wind up. You went to wind up and then you made an impromptu... Uh, visit to watch time but i do have to ask this did you meet any yeah. fans did you meet anyone from the slack you and i haven't talked about this i met a couple listeners um at the show i met a couple of folks from the slack also um some really passionate people some really smart people uh, from the slack nice and no it was it was a good time and uh I won't say their names. I don't. I don't know if they they'd like that. But yeah, it was it was cool to connect with folks. Um, you know, just at the show, or like folks that you know support the show in uh, in person. That was that was just like a real treat. You know what I was amazed by? Just kind of switching gears to like us going to shows and people recognizing us. I think the only brand owner to somehow from 2016 to now, or I don't know. Actually, you'll confirm whether or not it's now. To really always recognize this is probably John from Brew Watches. You know, I didn't get to talk to him. Oh no, I, you didn't. Run I into went him. to the, 
I went to the, I went to the, I, you know, it was a busy show. Mm-hmm. And I think for the first time in a while, he's, he's started to get some extra help at the table. Good. Uh, so there was, there was somebody else there and I got to handle some of the, some of the new watches, but, um, yeah. uh, I, it, I, yeah, a couple folks I think recognized me and then, uh, you know, that, that was kind of cool. I got to meet, I don't know if you saw the photo, mm. but I got to, I got to meet TGV. I met the urban gentry. He smelled so nice. I'm so upset. <laughs> he did not know who we were. Of course not. I was like, yeah, two broke watch knobs. We're on totally different planets. <laughs> no, he was cool, though. He was nice. Very, very. You know what? It was so funny. Uh, my wife was like, he looks taller than you, but I think it's because he's really well dressed. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's brutal. Totally brutal. God damn. Uh, but no, there, there, there were a lot of a lot of good brands there. Um, it was by far, obviously. I think Worn and Wound really outdid themselves this year, especially at the New York uh, location. Just a ton of brands, a lot of people, borderline too crowded sometimes. I think I, I, I might have commented on one of their posts like, "Hey, it was great." I think you need to start looking at bigger venues. Well, it wasn't in Chelsea uh, Market this time. No, it was, I, I forgot the name of the building, but it was, I mean. Was it bigger than where it was before or was it about the same size? Because in my mind, I'm assuming they moved because it was bigger. There was a downstairs that they also had, but it wasn't, there weren't, uh, there weren't brands down there. I think there was uh, a section for the panel discussions. There was a bar that was set up by a company called Watch Crunch, which is, I think, a social, some kind of social network thing. That was thing. like the worst fucking cereal ever. <laughs> now I, now uh, I yeah. have to fucking Google them, I guess. Uh, there was a torture test machine down there set up by Casio. It looked what? like... Uh, like Like nipple clamps? Or... It looked like... <laughs> it looked like some weird sex machine thing well, who, but who was they like tortured? tied they tied no they would tie to uh they'd tie a casio to it some g-shock and then i guess the machine like slams it against stuff oh, i didn't see it my I wife it was, saw that i thought it was like test. torturing people like oh sit in this chair and we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll flagellate you while we put battery <laughs> like car battery like clamps on your nipples and like casio i don't really know what this is promoting i'm not saying no i'm just saying i'm interested you know but so the <laughs> So I'm saying there is more room, but the downstairs wasn't really like there wasn't much that filled filled the spot up. Uh, it was it was all kind of upstairs, and there was, gosh, like so packed to the gills, like so many people. I, worn and wound, take this as a compliment. So I went to watch time as well. That was in Gotham Hall. Mm-hmm. I think I I think you guys are there. I think you just oh, you, you you take the take the wind up show and put it in a spot like that. I think it'd be good, you know. So I, it's it's a testament to how much I, I guess the the show has grown for them. And we we had I think one of the last episodes on uh, watch shows, the ones that are geared oh, towards yeah. press versus versus consumer. This is clearly like a consumer facing show, I think, for the most part, or just. And also, they don't charge. They don't charge admission. No, you just you so, show up. That is, that is pretty cool, actually. This is stuff that people are just walking into. Um, but I, I think it, I think the show's grown to the point where they need to start thinking about like 
big venue halls, you know. Well, the, the, the problem is in order to actually scale like that, you then either need to start charging the brands more, which is going to limit the brands that can actually go, or you'll have to start charging attendance. Because if you start looking at places yeah. like Gotham Hall or just larger venues, those places cost more money. Yeah. So Yeah, definitely. So I don't really know. I think a lot of the charm of it is because you see brands that can afford to go there, even though some brands have stopped going because it is just actually still too expensive. But I, I guess it's one of those good problems. Growth. Yeah. Like no, that. and I'm sure it's something that they're they're thinking about pretty hard right now. So, but I I think for them it's it was a big success, especially after you know all the COVID stuff. Yeah. And, uh, just watch shows kind of taking a bath for a bit. Um, but I, I think they did uh, a, a pretty good job and I'm, I'm happy with what I was able to see. I did not, ab- I wasn't able to see, you know, every brand there, like oh. where, where we would methodically just, I think the, the San Francisco was the last time we were at one of these together. And we just very casually go from table to table to table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were able to talk to somebody for maybe like, you know, five, 10 minutes and then move on to the next one. You couldn't do that like this time. That. Wow. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I even went in for a, uh, there was like a press hour and I did that on the first day and it was an hour before Wait, uh, I thought, the people. I thought we weren't going as press. Did you break in? Did you put like on like, like, I, like a, like a waiter costume on and be like, hello, I'm here with the hors d'oeuvres. Like, no, we don't, no we don't have I, any I saw the thing. I saw the thing before, before flying in and it was like a form that I just filled out and I was like, okay, like, let me do this. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'll get there in time. So I filled out the thing and then I was able to get in an hour before, but I mean, there were still like quite a few people there, but that, that I would, I will say that that was the moment where I was able to like at the very least walk around and see who was there. Nice. But an, but an hour is not that long. Really? The first, the first brand that I saw was notice because, um, and I did that. I, I did that first during that press hour because I saw that they had, uh, new colors for the retrospect. And I think the retrospect is that dive watch, you know, we talk about the notice design identity that they're able to carry on throughout a lot of their models. I think the retrospect de- kind of defined that for them. Um, in the last update, the colors, I think the dial colors were not really maybe universally appealing for a lot of people. Mm. So they came out, they came out with new dials. Uh, there's a blue one and there's this kind of, it's like an ashy sort of charcoal gray. I think this they call is, it. This is one of the write-ups you did, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They call it Nebula Blue and Cosmic Gray, maybe for the other one. But they look really, really nice. I think I think that's that's the first time I looked at a retrospect and, and thought like, oh, I can I can probably get behind one of these. I can were, you, uh, were you were able to catch up with Wes and Colin? How are they doing? Yeah. They're doing well. And they I was I was surprised because so they had they had that watch they were showing. They have the new uh, sector GMT that they're showing. And they, if you go to the notice website, actually, they have like an upcoming projects mm-hmm. section. And there's a, yeah, there are a lot of just wireframes up there where, you know, you might just see a general specs for an upcoming model. It's kind of mysterious and fun. <laughs> and, and they had a couple of those there too that I was surprised they were showing. So there's, there's other stuff coming up from them that they were. Uh, really only showing off at the show. Is, is there anything that would help me scratch my field watch itch, Michael? I 
I'm not sure about the near future. I don't think so. Okay. That's fair. They might, they had, one of them was wearing something he said was like super top secret. And it seems and small, Don't wear it, I, dude. <laughs> what kind of secret is that? I don't know. It, it could be, keep, keep an eye on them. They, they might have something too. All right. Keep you your, like. keep your secrets. I understand. Let's see. And then I guess we could talk about the other, the other, I, I did see Mark too. Um, he was, uh, Oh, that's this, really... that's this one. You, the paradigm type, uh, 13, 13. Yeah. That watch is gone now. It's sold out in like less than five minutes. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, he was showing that off at the show. He had a really cool, uh, tiger stripe camo blazer. <laughs> very awesome <laughs> by the way looking at your photos very good sweater game michael thank you i see I, you. I see seattle has trained you well for your sweater i got game. that i got that from target fantastic it's not where you bought it, it's how you wear it. all right yeah <laughs> um no this this is a new paradigm that he's putting out or that he put out already and the concept was to put out a military watch that looks like it's been repaired several times over the years with parts that are not necessarily matching to the original. So it's kind of a fun way of putting out a Franken watch, really. I mean, that sounds like a really interesting way of saying he bought everything on sale. <laughs> he bought like Possibly. all the parts on sale. I was like, how the fuck can I make this work? And I'm like, oh my God, it's perfect. I'll just say... I'll just create this store. I'm, I'm, I'm being very cruel, but that's a very interesting way of making the best of your Black Friday summer catalog sale from your, no, that's, from your that's totally, that's totally plausible. And Hey, like more power to you. It. Oh yeah. It's they're, cool looking. They're, they're all gone. And, um, you know, it's, it's just funny because he's really good. He's really good. Whether it's with Mark two or Tornick Ravel. Now he, he takes these, these military specific design briefs and he he produces the watches very accurately mm-hmm. just very accurately down to the specification and to me this is this feels like earlier mark ii because if you look at earlier mark ii releases he was um he's kind of blending watches together like the somebody pointed out that this was a dial from uh, like a very early release and that watch was a blend of like the omega uh, plo prof, pro plof, yeah, plop, plop pro, <laughs> plo prof, plo and hip hop, and something else. You make a hip hop anonymous, I think. <laughs> oh, that's a great scene. Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. <laughs> Rob Schneider, Jeez. right? I'm very, I'm, um, I'm happy I'm not the only one that would pick up on that reference. Thank you. I think I would re- rewind that scene several times on the VHS because it was so funny. Total oh, gutbuster. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was. Um, that was another watch that I got to see hands on, and I took some photos of it. And just overall, really cool to see uh, the stuff that he had out. Um, I think they're restocking in November, and I think between November and January, they're going to be putting out new batches of uh, some of the stuff that's been. But man, it, it is hard to get. Mm. Like, this stuff sells out well under five minutes, I think. I feel like it always has been time. hard to get. Yeah. Either with delays or things just from 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 the brand selling super fast or what. That just that just seemed to kind of be how it is. Yeah. And then let's see. I I, I I'm gonna go through some of the 
some of the bigger ones first. Uh, Oris was there. You know, I didn't take a look at the. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time there because you probably they saw also, a lot of that stuff in Vale, right? I saw a lot of the stuff in Vale, and then also at the same time they were set up in at watch time. So oh, I was cool. seeing I was seeing the dudes like go back and forth between uh, Gotham Hall and 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 wind up. So I. I We'll, we'll talk about watch time later, but mm. um, like Jungens was there. I wasn't able to really stop at the booth. Christopher Ward was there. Didn't get a chance to see those watches. And G-Shock was a big one too. G- I think G-Shock was even selling watches. Uh, I did I did stop at the Zodiac section and, you know, caught up caught up with Mike. And, you know, he was explaining the vision for the, the brand moving forward. Um, I think him, him coming on board is part of, maybe a new vision for Zodiac. Uh, and you can see them coming out with a lot of variety lately. So they have the uh, the new Blueberry GMT that they did, which was, I think, a limited release. And it was it was the first time for me handling some of the newer Zodiac stuff, mm-hmm. the GMTs and the divers that are coming out in really cool colors. Uh, fantastic quality, I think. Really? It, it, and a lot of really good variety for for folks that you know might be into bright colors or you know they have they have more uh i guess subtle designs for for some other people but no it was it was cool to see um and then gosh let me look at some of these at other. the zodiac table was it just sea wolves because zodiac makes other watches but i feel like the, the the super sea wolf whatever the fuck number we're on right now it's obviously I feel like I Oh, sorry. Like I only saw divers. I feel like I only yeah. saw divers and, okay. and the GMTs. So it was a lot of Sea Wolf stuff. Cool. Um, and let's see. Didn't get to see Autodromo. That was a pretty crowded table. It was. It was a lot of table hogging. And yeah, now I'm feeling even worse that I wasn't able to make it. We 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 could have covered so much more ground. There was two splitting of us. up. Yeah, splitting up could have been cool, but yeah, dude, it was. It was tough to get it all in, even in the two days that that I went there. The first day I was there for like almost like four hours. Really? Yeah. And it was still tough. Damn. Still tough. Um, one table that I did get to spend a lot of time at, and by that I mean maybe 15 minutes total, okay. was <laughs> just photographing things, was Studio Underdog. What and is Studio Underdog? So Studio Underdog is actually a brand. Uh, it's an overseas brand. I think they're from... Not sure where that where they're from, but uh, the um, the owner is actually a listener, and oh hello, we so we had an episode on, I think we were calling them fuck you watches, <laughs> and you know he, he I love the show, <laughs> it was it was it was great because you know he mentioned that you know he he liked the episode and he liked the concept of just putting a watch together that was just something he liked and uh you know as long as he liked it that's all that mattered and that's evident in the designs like they're they're kind of really funky very colorful chronographs i think they're all they're all based on that seagull chronograph movement that baltic uses and things like that but the colors are just wild there's one that looks like a watermelon there's one that looks like like an oasis in the middle of the desert it's really really cool and my my life my wife like them quite a bit and there are some fun shots that i still have to edit but um okay 
I mean, quality wise, how'd you? I'm looking at I'm looking at the side now. Quality wise, how'd you feel? I think quality wise, they they were they were pretty solid. Mm. Uh, it was it was cool because he also had they also had art that they were showing off that was, I guess, corresponding to each different model. Uh, and these these are also kind of tough to get. He was he was passing out these cards with QR codes for uh, for I guess the upcoming pre order. And you had to use it within a certain time window, um, but yeah, these doing doing really well. And I I had seen them on Instagram and stuff before, but uh, I didn't really think much about them. But in, in person, they're very cool. Well, it, it it's cool that they're a listener. It always helps to play yeah. play to our vanity. I'm a very vain yeah. person, so um, I always <laughs> like hearing when someone listens to the show. Price point, where are we at with these things? I think they're 600 each. Okay. Yeah. I think they're 600 each or somewhere around there. These are fun though. Yeah. Um, Bulova was there. Citizen was there. So Bulova and Citizen were next to each other. And Mm. those were all two other really crowded booths. And it kind of felt like they were just, they were run by just, you know, brand people that got sent out there. What's that? Sure. Oh yeah, you know, I, I, I was, I was, I was like, I was like nodding in agreement, and then I was oh, saying, yeah. sure. Um, I did see the new Citizen, the titanium diver that everyone's yes. losing their minds over. How is it? It's, it's not just hype. It's very cool. It's very cool. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I, I saw the blue one. The blue one on bracelet is fantastic, and they have the black one on rubber, which is just. It, it was kind of funny. I felt bad because I walked up to the the table, and the lady was like you know, here's our blah, blah, blah collection. And did you know that in 1960, whatever, Bulova was, and I'm like, yeah. So do you have that titanium diver? <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it for you. <laughs> That's so bad. That's, I'm, I'm still just amazed how slammed everything was. Cause in, Cause yeah, the last time we last time we went before uh, before COVID, like yeah, I remember we went just we it was crowded, sure, but we were able to go methodically, table to table. It sounds like this time was a bit more of a pig pen free for all. It's even hard for me to talk about the brands right now, just for an episode. Um, you know, I do want to spend some time on Formex, so I did catch up with Formex, and Formex feels like a very different brand uh, than the one we saw in san francisco just like a only a few years ago there's a lot of variety now i think the stuff is way better looking um they have a lot more diversity of sizes and so that i think they call it the essence or something they have that in 30 i think 39 now and it is so so good oh wow um it, it was cool because uh his name is marcus he handed me i think it's their I think it's a new dive watch and I put it, I put it on my wrist and he's like, he's like, Hey, pull the bezel off. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, just like pull it off with like your finger, like get your fingernail under there and just like pull off the bezel. And I'm like, okay, you sure? He's like, yeah, just do it. So this new, this new watch, you can just pull the bezel off by hand and then you can slap on another bezel, like whichever one you want. So I think, it's a GMT and then you can have the GMT bezel on there or you can pull that off and click on a, a, a dive bezel 
different colors and so they, they have a bunch of different colors you can choose from different scales and i'm, I'm just like that's that's cool that's Pretty different cool. yeah so it was cool catching up with them next to that table was a brand called uh circula um, i don't know that one well i'd seen the name before and i thought some of the designs look kind of cool and then i i got to I, talking to the guy for a little bit and he was he just said yeah you know I don't know. My grandfather did this brand a while back and now I'm doing it. <laughs> That's the story. That's the story. There you go. <laughs> and they're, they're um, some really cool designs. There's a, there's a field design that you might like. Uh, I don't think it comes on bracelet though. And um, I think I'm looking have... at it now. Pro trail. Yeah, yeah, there's there's that one. That's that's the one that I really liked. And the case finishing on the side is really cool for that. Um, so we might get one of those in for review. Uh, I just really pleasant experience at that table. Okay, nice. Mm, next to them was Vertex also. Pretty still around, price- huh? huh? They're still around, huh? They're still around. Pretty pricey, but I think for good reason. There you go. Um, saw that mo- mono pusher, uh, and the 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 two dudes at the table were just like really open to talking about the designs. Uh, I was there with a listener. And they were, I think they pulled out like an old pocket watch that they had at the table too. And, you know, the, the dude just like pulled off the back and they were both nerding out over the movement and stuff. So it was nice. It was, it was really nice. Um, gosh, let's see. I, I had the list of brands in front of me. You always just go down the line and ask, Hey, did you see them? Hey, did you see them? No. Cause I know which it's, it's going to be a lot that I didn't see. <laughs> So, so Benris too, that was, that was going to be a big one for me. I wanted to see the Benris stuff and compare mm. it to maybe some other brands that do similar things. Yes. It's okay. I think, I think the pieces are a little pricey for, for my comfort. Uh, it is, it is just a, a design brief that was put out by the military. So it's not a design owned by anyone. You're paying extra for the name. I, I guess... I mean, Marathon made a lot of those too. They're not charging, they're not charging that much. So, um, but you know, overall the pieces were were pretty nice. But if you are into the that look of the the asymmetrical with the twelve hour bezel, there are other brands. I, doing I that. have a question. So you were at the Benner's table, right? Yeah, I'm on their website right now. You have to tell me. I don't know too much about this brand. Is there a historical model called the Sea Lord? Did you see the Sea Lord? At the, the Benders, that's what it's called. I'm on their website. It is the Sea Lord dive watch for thousand ninety five dollars. Did you did you see the Sea Lord? Did you, did you have a coming to the Sea Lord? Oh moment? yes, I did see the Sea Lord. That they <laughs> coming to Sea Lord. So they they mentioned that that was gonna be a mistake. This. What did they mention? A, I think it's supposed to be this wider appealing commercial sort of dive watch i didn't ask ask them about it all that much uh but it's supposed to i don't know maybe compete with mito stuff or Tissot stuff uh i'm not sure that design specifically is rooted in anything you know military from their past but (laughs) but i've you know i looked at it i I really only went there for one watch let's be real it says sea lord on the dial yeah 
So you have to walk around with the knowledge knowing that it says the word Sea Lord on your wrist when you wear this one. <laughs> I would literally rather it be called Sea Cucumber. I'll bring back that old TBWS joke. I'd rather it be Sea Cucumber. <laughs> that's an old that's an old joke. That's an old one, man. All right. Checks good. out. <laughs> Benris. All right. That stinks that it's a little overpriced and wasn't really what you were expecting it. It could have been. Yeah. I don't know. Is there, I mean, is there anyone that, if you were there, who would you have gone to? So I would have beelined it over to probably to, I would have gone over to Yemma. I would have gone over to Fortis. I I got to tell you about Yemma. Okay. Uh, Should I keep reading or do do you want to talk about Yemma? I'll do Yemma really quick because it was really funny. Fantastic. I, I had a very short interaction and I think it's because I picked up the watch without asking and I pulled it off the little display thingy mm-hmm. and I was just messing with it. I don't think they liked that. <laughs> I feel like you have really bad luck with that. <laughs> oh, like the when I turned the bezel like two clicks and I, I was like kind of shoot out of, out of a boutique. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What what yeah. made you think that you had committed some sort of uh, uh, orological bizarre faux pas? I it was well, my wife made me feel bad about it. She's like, I don't think you were. I don't think they like that. <laughs> so maybe maybe that was part of it. Uh, but cool, I don't know. Cool watches, nonetheless. Just a lot of designs to choose from. I didn't know that their their bezel. So some of those watches have a bezel locking mechanism, mm-hmm. and you can you can see it where the crown is. You have to unscrew the crown, move the bezel, and then screw the crown back in. That's how the lock works. That seems really stupid, doesn't it? I didn't. I didn't know that's how they worked, and I did. I did not enjoy that. So then I left. That's yeah. But that, that, that makes sense. But I, I'd like to try some more. I don't know. Maybe, I think they have other watches that don't have that mechanism, so I'm I'm sure they're pretty cool. But when you look at a Yama Diver, that. It's supposed to be like what it's like the not that this is a fair equivalent, but it's supposed to or analogy. It's supposed to be like their Panerai crown lock, like this really yeah. cool iconic thing about the design that's supposed to make you say, "Yeah, that's a Yemma." You know what I'm saying? I thought it was pretty silly. There you go, boom, roasted. Who else is on here? Um, you were wearing a Bell and Ross. Who had a Bell and Ross? So we got to go to the other show. <clears throat> to okay. talk about the Bell and Ross. Okay, well, let me make sure I'm not missing any brands here then. Um, did you catch up with the Spinnaker folks? Not Spinnaker. Not Spinnaker. Did you catch up with... Did you see Itanoi? That's the only brand my wife wanted to see. Uh, that table was pretty busy, and it made oh. me happy because it was not so busy in San Francisco <laughs> the last time we saw it. <laughs> so I didn't, see, I didn't see that brand. I did catch up with Monta, and I will say... Oh, nice. People are being very unfair to the new version of the GMT. So uh, we were talking, that's, uh, the GMT was adjusted a little bit to, like the numerals are bigger. I think everything is kind of bigger. But, you know, one of the guys there was saying, you know, the rollout, we could have done a better job of, you know, showing how the watch looked with better release, better photography, that kind of stuff. And it's it's a watch that should definitely be tried in person. I I had a lot of the same opinions about the way the bezel looked and the numbers and all of that, but in person it's a, it's a very nice watch. Which GMT we, are we, we talking might, about? 
not the Atlas, which I reviewed. Yeah, okay, uh, that's what I thought. We're talking. I'm talking about the other one with the the bezel. Sky Quest. I think it's called Sky Quest. That's the one. Cool. Yeah. Um, didn't see Serica. I know that's a hot one right now. Um, I saw Islander. That was another very right. busy table. Random Mark. Ran to Mark. He was also very busy. Didn't get to chat. Um, Crazy how busy. What, did you run to the Baltic, folks? I did. I don't think... We didn't really talk that much about, you know, watches. I just kind of handled them and saw some of the, the new stuff. Cool. What about was, um, what about Fair or Far? I never know how to say their name. Nope. Very good. Didn't see them. Saw Laco. Oh, interesting. I forgot they were there. How did that go? That was an enthusiastic uh, set of folks. Nice. Really, really good time just running through all of the different sizes for the pilot watch. So uh, they had the 39s there all the way up to the freaking 50-something millimeter one. Flavor, <laughs> flavor. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that Bell & Ross was uh, Bell & Ross was at watch time. What what size was that? Because I use I used, I still have my it looks eye. good, huh? Yeah, it looks very good. <laughs> and we have the same wrist size, and so I want to know if you're wearing the standard case or if you had. I know they. I think they do it in thirty eight now. They have. Okay. I think it was thirty eight. What size was that? So I tried on a couple of different ones. There's one. <laughs> what color sweater am I wearing? <laughs> So are you talking about the one with crazy looking hands or are you talking about one with a little center seconds like dial at six o'clock? Let me see. Is the one you posted on Instagram? Let me check it Cause, out. Because I have two Bell and Ross on Instagram from that trip. Oh, it is the one you're wearing this uh, kind of taupe sweater with the little sub, uh, little, the little sub register second hand, the small second hands. Yeah, that belongs to a listener. And that that's, you know, I got to try that on after a meetup. And that's a really cool one because it's quartz. Ooh. That's a quartz Bell and Ross in a smaller size. I, I can't remember if it's 38 or 39, but it's something around there. And it's it's a it's a collection that they don't really publicize all that much. But it is very cool. Yeah. Quality wise, you felt like it was it wasn't made of like a, it didn't feel like a quarter quarter tourney machine thing at the grocery store. Like you get out of the little pop pop bubbles like it felt like a proper watch nope. and you can probably find it uh on you know these these third-party resellers for less than than msrp i'm sure mm. uh especially since they're you know i doubt they're as popular as the the 42s or the the bigger ones that bell and ross makes but uh that that was a really that was a treat to try that watch on and bell and ross is really good about how they do their straps i noticed after messing with uh, a couple of them uh at one at watch time hmm. okay good to yeah. know maybe do that i don't know we'll see we'll see let's see what happens I, you and i are going to end up with bell and ross at some point we talk about them way We've too much always been fascinated <laughs> by them how funny is that <laughs> yeah i i loved that crazy i think they call it the radio some uh, the hands are just dumb I, they're they're really silly hands and it's probably not easy to tell the time after a while but well, you don't By buy this God, box until all the time. Yeah, I'm, does it look really cool? <laughs> right. Well, here, let's pivot. Talk to me about watch time because this wasn't even on my radar 
like I didn't even realize it was happening at the same time as wind up until someone was talking about it in the Slack channel, and then I didn't realize you went until like literally before we started recording and we were chatting. Yeah, I I uh, kind of the same same story for me. I I found out last minute that something was happening at the same time. So really, I think throughout the same weekend, both shows were going on, mm-hmm. and there were there were brands that were um, maybe it's just one brand or. A couple brands were showing both at wind up and at watch time. Um, and I thought to myself, well, wind up is really crowded. It's kind of hard to get hands on with some stuff. And, uh, you know, maybe, on this list. yeah, maybe I'll go to watch time because, you know, there's an admission fee. I thought it was pretty reasonable. Um, you know, maybe it won't be as crowded and I'll get to just mess with some stuff and see other brands. Right. Um, so we went there. It was Gotham Hall, uh, really well done by Watch Time, well organized, and it's a it's a different breed of of watch that you were gonna see there. I mean, sure. I got to try and I got to try on an MBNF for the first time in my life, and Which that was one? pretty cool. Which one was it? Which one you try on? I, I don't know the Space Pirate. I don't know what those things are called. <laughs> it looked like it looked absurd, but and probably more than my house, <laughs> but. <laughs> Which one did you try? I don't know, space rusty trombone. You know, all I tried. I tried one on. That's that's what's important. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not casually uh, in the know of with with all the MBNF models. But it was RGM was there. I'm looking at the list. RGM was there. I didn't see RGM. Ah. Yeah, I didn't see. I wasn't. I. I I'm not really into that stuff. It only fascinates me as a purely American brand. Like Vordic was at windup and people were were asking me if I if I saw Vordic and I think they I think they do a lot of restoration. Yep. Uh American brand restoration. Not my thing. Mm. <laughs> so Neff so, was there, Mont Blanc was there, Glachute Original was there. Interesting. Um Bremont was there. You catch up with the Bremont folks? I caught up with Bremont. It was funny. I went to the Bremont boutique. In New York, nice. And there, are two gals working there mm-hmm. at, at the at the boutique the day before, and I got to try on. Oh, I got to try on the Arrow Chronograph, which was really cool. It's a mono pusher chronograph. Uh, I think I tried on one of the Martin Bakers. I sat in the ejection seat, which no. I guess is. Did you get to put? The, did you get to put the watch on and then sit in the seat? I did not. Damn it! <laughs> but I have a photo of myself in the ejection seat. It's pretty funny. <laughs> At the show, though, I did see their new. Um, my God, I don't even know the the name. Uh, they came out with a new sport watch that has an integrated bracelet look, oh. and people are upset about it because it looks like another watch with an integrated bracelet. Um, they seemed okay. Is it on my? Is it, is it on the website? It's not on the website. Okay. It's why on did, their website. It's not did, on our website. Why do people get so upset about watches? People get very upset. Like, yo, we 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 had the opportunity to look at watches and be like, ooh, and awed by them. And you're gonna say, I mean, I got mad at Doxa for their whole army thing. Yeah, but they so. made it right, Michael. They made it right. They did make it right. <laughs> can I send you? A, can I send you a link I just found? You tell me your thoughts. Yeah, sure. I don't. I don't mean to backtrack on our conversation, but I was doing a little bit of a little bit of crown and calibering. <laughs> that's that's how you end up with a Seamaster. <laughs> a little bit of crown and calibering. <laughs> yeah, it's one of these. It's 
one of these. 39. There it is. That's the case. I, sh- I sent Michael a link for a quartz Bell and Ross that I found. Yeah. I actually fucking love this thing. It's so thin. Yeah. Because it's quartz, I guess. I don't know. Interesting. How do you feel about the white? The white's cool. I probably wouldn't go white myself mm. with Bell and Ross. I like their whole blacked out thing. Yeah. I hear that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Back back to the show. So Braymont Braymont was eh, his eye. You had more fun at the at the boutique. I had I had more fun at the boutique. I actually think I had more fun at the boutiques than anywhere else. <laughs> That's how it goes, dude, because like otherwise when you go to a show, you're like fighting at a trough to get scraps yeah. and it's just like eh, like that like like that's like originally when i was gonna go that was that, that's what i was saying like a half hour of wind up the rest of the time we're going to boutiques you know what i mean the, hi- the highlight for me at watch time was uh longe so they had so watch time the show itself was two two floors mm-hmm. and and then longe had the entire second floor so there was this whole there was this whole kind of uh, lounge upstairs and they took that whole area and it had a bar and like little tables and stuff and it seemed like they flew in folks from different boutiques either around the world or around the country because they had they had different people there speaking to folks in different languages they were prepared oh shit they, anyone... they, they came to not fuck around they are not fucking around it was awesome it That's was awesome so cool not stuffy at all uh the the guy that i talked to like you know we we chatted for like a good 15 minutes about just just one watch and like next to me there was another guy talking to somebody in spanish and then like a, another language down at the other end of the table it was really cool did um, you try on a longer one what'd you try on I, what did i do? i tried on the 1815 up down which was that's that's the one that i would get if in a in a fantasy life, if that you found I think a about. bag of money in the back <laughs> of a rental car, and be like, "Oh, no, I got I'm not asking questions." You know, I overheard somebody else talking to them, and he said that he saved up three and a half years to buy the watch. The watch that he had. That That's he was not like, as long as I would expect. <laughs> not as long. Not as long as I'd expect either. But I mean, that's, depending that's on dedication. what you do, that is that is that's like. I mean, that's. That's like um, when you do something like that, and this is not necessarily to say this is how everyone should collect, but I think it's very representative of how it's possible for some people to collect. How could you save up three years for a watch, buy the watch, and be like, mm, what $500 Seiko do I want to buy this month? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the watch now. <laughs> that three-year longer, that's my watch now. How many safe was- the ocean dials could I possibly get? <laughs> It was kind of funny because at at the end of the whole thing, this lady walks up to me with an iPad. She's like, "Yeah, we can start the we can start the buying process." And I'm I'm Ooh, just like, lady. "I'm just saying yes." I'm just saying yes. She's like, "Yes, like we can start this form." And I'm like, "Yeah, we can we can fill out that form. Nothing's gonna happen, but yeah." I don't. <laughs> here's my here's my email. <laughs> so we'll. I'm waiting for that email. Like, what does that look like? <laughs> I mean, we can fill out the form. God knows what's gonna happen after that, but. You know. <laughs> My wife was very far away at that point. She was not in the same, at the same table. So. Like you made sure to sign when she was like in the bathroom or something like that. Like, like oh, okay, yeah, go sure. Yeah. Before my, 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 my wife, my wife, <laughs> yeah. Not happening, but 
that was my that was my highlight from watch time i would say i wasn't there for too long that's also where i got to see more of the aura stuff in one spot i hmm. talked to vj and josh uh we were ta- we were talking about how some of their watches actually made made their way onto uh, the terminal list, which is a pretty popular show show now with uh, Chris Pratt on on Amazon. Hmm. I think in the show he wears this like this big diver that they do uh, on a black rubber strap, and another guy I think has a pro pilot. Um, what else did I see from them? I just realized Seiko was at both shows. Seiko was at both shows, and I saw the chronographs at watch time. Mm, I, gotcha. I I can't even remember where Seiko was at, at wind up. Were you able to see what cocktail time they were doing now? What cocktail time are they doing now? What are we on? 20 cocktail I, times? I think they're past the cocktail time era. Because sure? uh, I, I think a cocktail time sex on the beach would be really I think cool. it's I think it's save the ocean time right now. How many save the oceans can you make? They're gonna make a speed timer save the ocean. Listen, we have somehow. to save the turtles. We have to. Uh, why am I? Why are they Russian? I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> I, that just. That's just the first jokey accent. Listen, I apologize. That was not whatever. Listen, oh, we could save the turtles. We could save the penguins. We, can we start doing like sea anemone saves the ocean dials? Can we do sea anemone? <laughs> sea cucumber, man. Sea that's, that's <laughs> bring, bringing it back. <laughs> they're in. They're in danger. Who, 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 well, I want to, I want them to do a saves the ocean, like oyster dial. And then I want to see who did a better oyster dial. Was it that Oris one where it looked like three potato chips on the case back? Or is it going to be the saves the ocean, uh, oyster dial? You know what I mean? I think, I think Oris might win at that game because their, their conservation stuff is actually pretty well thought out and very yeah. serious. <laughs> it's very thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. It is very thoughtful. Yeah. Um, Dude, a highlight, a highlight for me though. Mm-hmm. New York, New York is just full of boutiques, man. That's that's one thing I realized when I was there. People go there I to thought, spend money and not have money. That's literally what New York is about. So I went. I I had I told my wife I'm like, honey, this is gonna happen. I went to the IWC boutique. Oh yeah, the big one. Yes, the big one. Let me take my shirt and off. I, I met, I met my mistress. Her name. Natalia, she was so enthusiastic about showing us the entire boutique. Oh, I've never nice. met, I've never met somebody so devoted to like making uh, like someone just walking into a boutique feel at home. Yeah. You really felt like she was really into the brand. At the same time, she could just be a phenomenal salesperson. <laughs> I mean, they, it can be both. Like, like yeah. that's how you be a good salesperson. Like you make someone feel welcome and you make yourself uh, available. I've only had, honestly, two experiences like that. One of them was with um, Joe Kirk the first time I went to the Sega Boutique in the fashion mm-hmm. district down in Miami. And the mm-hmm. second time was in, um, it was in a random AD in the, uh, in the Boca Town Center Mall back home. Like... They walked me around the store. They kind of like, and like they answered all my questions and made me feel so just, I don't know. Like it was, yeah, it was incredible. I'm glad you had that experience at IWC. How big is that place? It's huge, right? It's huge. It's also two floors. Um, I'm pretty sure it is the biggest one in the country. And, uh, you know, I walked in and and she asked, oh, like, do you have an IWC? I said, yeah, I have, you know, a, a 
pilot chronograph. I really like the pilot stuff. And she's like, we're going to talk about every single model that we make. She walked us around the whole store. I saw everything from like pilot to, you know, even the smaller dress watches that aren't that popular. She's just like, we're going to talk about everything. Every single fucking watch. <laughs> I'm going to skip my lunch today and I'm going to talk through every fucking watch with you. Do you get to try And then of on? course... Of course, I tried on the Petite Prince Big sure. Pilot because it's tradition to, yes. to put that watch on and be like, hey, honey, look how dumb this looks. At least once a and year, then, I think. Once a year. Actually, I think it happened a year to the day. Because I think it was your close. birthday. I think it was your birthday. around the time of your <laughs> birthday Scottsdale. last year. <laughs> In Scottsdale, I tried on a Big Pilot. So it's a yearly thing. I do it. I think to myself for two... We, <laughs> this is how good Natalia was. I, my wife and I, for a second, we were, we were like, do we sell the car? she's like she almost convinced me mm. uh, it was no it was, it was a really cool cool experience um new york is is fun i i i can maybe do five or six days and then i'm i'm pretty sad to go sure i hear that um a lot of people a lot of smells the the way that some people drive really amazes me uh, I'm surprised at what some of these these taxi drivers can do. Take the take the corners and not hit like stray dogs and humans. Humans. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I this show this show was at a, at a point where it would have been it could it could have been better to have like multiple people just splitting up and and seeing seeing the different I'm, tables. I'm catching what you're throwing down. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. No, no, it's that's this this is how it had to happen. Well, at least now we now we know that the show has grown to a point where it's just I mean, good for good for Warren and Wound, but it was it was a lot. You know what's interesting? Maybe <laughs> maybe it's worth doing us prep, like reaching out to brands we want to talk to and messaging them and saying, like, hey, we know you're gonna be a wind up, would be great to catch up, you know. 20 minutes 30 minutes or something like that well let me float something else by you because we can we can do that a couple of people that i talked to said this why don't you guys get a table at some point for at least one of them and us yeah us the fuck are we gonna do at our table masturbate each other we don't we don't don't sell anything (laughs) well it that's what i said and (laughs) word for word that's what i said (laughs) That's, that's what I told them. Well, and you, they they said, "Wait a minute, don't you have mugs and T-shirts?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, we do have a Teespring, don't we?" <laughs> but we it could also just, it could also just be the funniest thing where it's a table and we take like a Post-it note and write TBWS on it and just put it on the table. <laughs> Why don't we just turn it into a phone charging station for people? <laughs> Like free of charge, you can come to the TB Davis booth. Just to, and there's just like there's just like forty seven plugs. We just have like we just keep like 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 piggybacking um um extension cords and surge protectors onto each other. And you're like, hey, you charge your phone here for free. Zach from Warner Wild like walks up to us like, hey guys, this is a fire hazard. This is a fire. Yeah, I understand that Zach, but we paid to be here, so you're blocking the table. You're, blo- uh, you're yeah. blocking people from charging their phones. Okay. I was I was given that suggestion a couple times, more than once. And I, uh, you know, there was another podcast. They got a table at Chicago, and I thought, you know, they sold like 
I don't know, bandanas and t-shirts or something. <laughs> we wouldn't have to sell anything. It could just be fun. It could be a fun way to... What if we just live streamed? Yeah, that too. Just live stream from the booth. Take our whole e-boy setup and just put it there. <laughs> People are going to be so confused. They're like, can I play a video game around here? Like, what do you guys do? <laughs> oh, you can watch us record our audio podcasts. Like, uh, okay. Or you can charge your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. <clears throat> I'm not opposed to it. We can see we can see how deep the TBWS coffers run next year. All I'll say, I, I I think I think the next time we go, we should try try West Coast because West Coast holy best cow, coast. West Coast best coast. New York is pretty wild. It's a silly place. Um, Short bursts. Overall, I think. Let me see. Is there anyone that you didn't get the chance to see that you regret not seeing? Like looking back now and seeing the list of folks and and everything like that. Did you did you get to try on one of the HYT skulls? One of the skulls? You know what no. I'm talking about? No. There there was there was some stuff that I thought to myself, I'm not even gonna like ask. I was surprised the guy let me try on the the MBNF. Um You paid to be there. Yeah, it's true. You should, you should be able to, you know, reach into his pocket and and and, and grope his thigh. You fucking, I mean, that's a whole. No, that's not true. Please don't think I'm being serious. But you paid to be there. You you can try on a watch. You know, it it would have been nice to see more of Serica. Uh, that's they're they're making some pretty cool looking stuff now. I'm gonna be straight up with you, bro. I have no idea who the fuck that brand is. I see everyone on Slack talking about them, and I literally can't tell if they're being ironic. Yeah, it's it's they're pretty hot right now. I'll say, and the, the design's like pretty cool. They're not cheap, um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty hot commodity right now, especially. Is it a micro brand? Micro brand watch space. Okay, Serica watches. Serica, let's see. I don't know. I'm, I wish I spent more time at at, at Laurier. 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 Um, this is a fifteen hundred euro watch. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Crack um, on the inside. <laughs> and I don't know, I think I think maybe that's about it. Uh oh fears. That would have been cool to see. I was kind of bummed out that I didn't see fears. Uh was the table UK, just crowded? Yeah, really crowded, UK brand. Um really high end stuff though. That's not <laughs> yeah, like they they could have they could have shown off at watch time I think if they wanted to. Huh. Um, hmm. Anything? I think that's about it. Was there anything that you wanted, other than everything on the second floor of watch time, anything <laughs> that maybe kind of uh, you could have seen yourself purchasing? Because that because that's the other whole big thing about wind up, and I think that's why I love the concept so much. To your point earlier, it caters to consumers. You can go there and buy a watch. You yeah, know? there, there. This was a trip that I took, and I had to. <laughs> so between the boutiques, wind up, and watch time, this trip got me thinking. Might be making some different like collection adjustments and sales and things like that because okay. <laughs> there's there's stuff that I want. Um, at Windup, there were two watches that I thought to myself, I might move things around to try to get one of these. The first one, 
the guy did not have a booth, <laughs> but we talked about him. It's uh, Dryden. I oh, met, Jerry, uh, that's right. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so happy you ran into him. And he had that Heartlander on, and I had never seen one before, you know, thought much about them, but it's a really cool watch. So, so, so tell me the story. So you ran into him. Did he recognize you? Did you recognize him? How? Because he, he didn't have a booth. So wh- how did that work? I met up with another listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was there, who we met up with in New York last time. Okay. And he's like, hey, Jerry's here. So that's how we met up. <laughs> and it was, again, it was very quick because he was working. He's working, sure. Uh, so that watch for sure, yeah. I'd, I'd throw down for that. And then I would definitely throw down for a Paradive from, from Mark II. Or I guess, I guess the Paradive... Yeah, from Mark II. Yeah, if it ever comes back in stock, or I, I guess I guess he's you he said he's working on more. Yeah, not the not the new one with like the, the oh, not the thirteen or whatever it's called. Yeah, it would just be kind of one of the regular type ones. I would definitely throw down for that. Nice. Um, at watch time, I I really did like the uh, the new speed timer chronographs that I wrote about, and I'd probably go for a Pepsi one. I can see that. Uh, I can see you rocking that. Because I miss Seiko Pepsi in the mix. Um, the last place that really stands out to me, I went to an Omega boutique in some kind of some mall. I don't know. We went to we went to go see a movie. We walked so much, and our feet were hurting so much that day yeah. that we said, "Man, let's just go watch a movie and just sit down for." I don't know. We saw some dumb like george clooney movie like whichever romantic comedy he's he's in right now they're still okay Uh, he's still doing that that's good good for him he's still doing that good for him good for him (laughs) on a related note to george clooney i went (laughs) i went to i went to an omega boutique that was there and i tried on a watch that i had formed uh such strong opinions about and it was the updated seamaster 300 master coaxial so not not the one with the waves right this the new ceramic bond one it's the uh is it sword hands is it sword hands Uh, master 300 i'm pretty sure 300 has that it's the um maybe it does seamaster 300 coax what'd you say master 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 coaxial master coaxial chronometer oh no no no, no. it's that sword hands i apologize this is the um I guess one is like a dagger and the other one is a broad broad arrow sort of thing. But um yeah, they updated this one a while back and they it feels like they opened up the dial a bit and it's got the lollipop seconds hand. The center the center links aren't polished anymore, so the outer links are and the center one is brushed and in photos I thought that I would just like hate that watch. Um but man, that thing is really cool in person. Really I'm glad I got to glad i got to try it on and it has a jumping hour complication which they do not publicize at all interesting yeah i'm looking at the back of this watch god damn those those were the watches that i would probably throw down for in different in different price brackets (laughs) starting with the dryden all the way up to the uh the omega I I, i could see this being a forever mic watch yeah yeah it's right there hmm I mean, you had the TBWS card on you. You could have just been like, oh, no, Cass, someone stole our card um, (laughs) and made a bunch of unauthorized purchases. 
what are we gonna no, do <laughs> i just i bought it for a review <laughs> i bought it for i was gonna return it but i missed the window i was like God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, i wouldn't even be mad i would not used, be mad we used to do that at guitar center for like recording we'd buy stuff so i remember i remember going with our drummer at the time and we bought a whole set of z custom symbols like the most so expensive good. symbols that zildjian makes and then we used them to track drums and then we returned them whereas they took them back they no they take them back like no questions within a i think it's a, a very small window so funny you wonder why guitar center went bankrupt <laughs> those goddamn garage musicians recording shit but that's i mean that's most of the shows man those those are the highlights for me um i wish i could have gone i wish you could have gone not to go to the shows i wanted to go i wanted to go boutiques with you that was that was like the really fun experience i I think everybody that i met at the boutiques also uh just the people working i mean remember i didn't i didn't walk in like swinging my dick around like i had a you know pretty modest watch on I, I wasn't you know everyone was was pretty cool at the at the boutiques that i went to that's awesome yeah well maybe we'll be at the west coast the next one wind up and maybe we'll have a booth i'm not opposed to it i just don't know what we would do there <laughs> we could uh we could figure it out we can get suggestions i'm sure what if we just stay what if we just sit there on like metal folding chairs and it just says tbws you know um, free arguments and like people can just come and argue with us for free about something i don't i don't know like whatever they feel like because i feel like we could throw down on whatever people want to fight about verbally which is fine um (laughs) whatever we want to argue about whatever whatever way we can help you and you can charge your phone if you want we'll we'll, we'll bring all the surge protectors i want microphones though i want handheld microphones (laughs) And I want just a really bad PA system. It it should be loud. It should be loud. <laughs> Can we get like fake earpieces? Just be like, be like, all right, hey, I'm here with I'm here with Matt. He's a listener of the show. It's just like, what are you doing, dude? Like news reporters. Yeah, it could be fun. Could be fun. Be interesting. Let's see. I'm open to it. Maybe we can share someone else's booth. That's that's another option. If that's if that's allowed, I don't know. No, as long as I get paid, who cares? Yeah, I don't know how this stuff works, but again, good job, good job, Warren and Wound and uh, Watch Time Magazine. I think overall, just two two pretty solid events. Again, I think I think it's time for for Wind Up to grow into into a bigger space. Whatever that means, I'm sure it's something that they're they're considering. Well, well, let's see. But here, let's. Uh... Let's do this thing. Is it that sad time, Michael? It's a sad time. Keep an eye on the website. There's going to be a recap going up and um, maybe another news piece. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to put together whether or not an embargo is broken on that. So that's why I've kind of held back. Um, did we break it? No, we did not. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. This is this is unpublished, and I'm still trying to figure that out. So. Okay. Interesting. Well, here, let's do this. Man, I don't know when I'm going to see you then, because we were supposed to see each other in New York. Why does fate I, keep getting in the way? We were supposed to cruise together, and then the pandemic happened, and then we were supposed to go to, to New York together, and then I had to deal with some stuff over here on my end. Like, what? What if we not... Veil. Oh my god, and Veil! And Veil got fucked up because I had to sell my home or something. (laughs) 
for a, for I think, a, for I a think briefcase we're gonna full make of money. Trip. Like, what else is going to come up? I think we're going to make a trip to you guys at some point. So. I'm here and hang out in the Lakewood Ranch, Sarasota, Bradenton area. We'll go to the beach. It'll be fun. I think we might go there and hang out for a bit. We'll see. White sand beaches. Very nice here. Mm. Okay, let's do this. Um, everyone, thank you for listening. Huge shout out to Watch Time. Huge shout out to the um, Warner Mount folks. I'm looking forward to trying to get up to the next wind up situation, but either way, um, yeah, I guess. Hope you like the show. Let's do this, Michael. You start saying goodbye, and I'll close it out. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. Later.